1: Basically, God was hoping we'll just pass over and then say a word. But then we got curious. Now,
0: d- did you tell them what we? No, I heard. Okay, so just at least know what we worked on was the uh, Sod on the four yeah. cups. We yeah. just started to get to the four banim.
1: With the four brothers.
0: When the of, ah, of us all just came in. Ah, brother,
1: you give me the shivers.
0: <laughs> um,
1: okay, brothers, I'm late. But I came. You know what my Torah is? If I would come on time, then it would show that I have nothing else to do. But if I come late, it means I really had something pressing to do, but I tore myself away and I came. Then I have another Torah. If I would be on time, I would put the Mashiach to shame, right? <laughs> so who am I to put the brother Messiah to shame? Maybe that's what he's waiting for. I'm um, saying so what? Maybe that's what he's waiting for. Could could be put the same so he'll come. Ah, that's a good
0: idea, you know. <laughs> 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 when do I go out? Or maybe he's
1: waiting for you to come on. Because some could uh, be back in the air too. Yeah, those folks give me new ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I'm emotionally ready for that. Ma'it khati yushev shem lavat. Okay, so. Okay, there's one Torah that we have to learn fast and then we go there. Because all the rabbis are the Tzedekim, including all the brothers and sisters. You know, when we sit in the Sukkah, we don't begin the Sukkah by, by our children asking us, why are we sitting in the Sukkah? Then I start telling the story. Even on Purim, it doesn't begin. Ah, my children ask, well, why are you? Why? What's the big this Ah, ah tell almost to of right? Why is Pesach, why do you ask, why does it begin with asking? Okay, I'm not going to learn the whole toilet every word, although it's the deepest, because we learned the ones to it, I'm sure you remember all those questions, some have answered, some have not, some you are permitted to ask, but I just want to give you in a nutshell. Come on, sugar. Imagine, imagine, suddenly, let's say, me or Dovital, somebody would come in and say in the name, the United Nations, we want to give you a prize for being the greatest genius in the world. You know, let, let's assume, right? Let's you're crazy, you know. <coughs> why me? Were you crazy or something? Why, why suddenly, you know? Why, why do I ask that? Because the whole thing is beyond me, right? I'm a eudeman, right? I'm a simple eudeman. Suddenly, I'm, you know? God. Oh. You know, anything which is within the four walls of normality, I'm not asking, right? Someone will come and listen, I have a telegram for you. Why not? Someone says, I want to give you a hundred dollars. Sure, I'll take it. I I'll buy the show, you know. It didn't happen yet, but let's assume it would, right? Someone will come and give me ten million dollars. Ah. I start asking questions, right? So the deepest Torah is, from all the Rebels, that the light of the night of Pesach is completely beyond us. All the holidays, whatever it is, it's, it's a little bit it's a little bit I didn't say hello to this holy brother yet Hey I didn't recognize you. How are you? you know I know this holy brother since he's a little boy, you know Are oh, you becoming so big you're looking like the biggest guy in the world. You what? Know? Thank you so much for coming. You here, friends. And here, just one more very deep note.
0: The Zurich
1: says there are two questions. There is me, me bora el and there is mahanishtana. See, when I say me, someone knocks on my door. I say, me means, who are you, right? That I can ask. I can ask God, and you know, Maybe even answer. Ma means, what are you? Ma mishtana, To ask God, what are you? That is beyond us. But the night of Pesach, what is shining into us? And here is the deepest, uh, what is basically, what is basically the avoider of Yidin? The avoid of hidden is that we are always, always connected to that which is higher. Okay, let's, let's start with the Remember there's a post-it that says, Lift up your eyes and see who created this world, right? That means there is the answer in this world, right? It means if I have open eyes, Mammesha, look around, it's clear to me there's one God, right? You know, just, I mean, just imagine you stand by the ocean, Mammesha, you see, look around, it's clear to you it didn't create itself, right? Mammesha, all year long, the question is always me. But what do we say, now Always, you know. Say the night, the only night when we say is And here's the Torah. He says, <coughs> <coughs> if you ever think it's on page twenty. you see basically the night the the whole redemption out of Egypt remember we were learning yesterday that in a certain deep way in a certain deep way Mashiach really has come already because the redemption of Mashiach is already it's already it's it's a, a prefabricated fabricated It's it's already there, right? We just have to have to finish it, right? But it's it's already in the making, right? It's not something which completely out of reach, right? Because if it would be out of reach, we couldn't bring it. If it's for us to bring Mashiach, that means it's already it's already part of the world, right? But it's not it's not somewhere in Euler Atzilus where we don't know where it is. It's, it's a very part of the world, right? What, what's the holiness of us The holiness of us is that we are connected to something which is beyond us. You know, I want to tell you without knocking anything else. What's the difference in all the religions and, and us, without saying anything bad or good. You know, the world also had a lot of holy people—not knocking it. But they were all within the four walls of the world. Right? Someone, Mamash, purified himself; was a holy person, and and he had a revelation, which is within the four walls of the world. What are what are you all about? <laughs> what? I mean, it's, it's, you can fathom it in this world, right? You can fathom it. You know, let me ask you something. Can you really tell me what God is all about? Why you believe in God and all this? You know, if someone comes out the book, Why I Believe in God, he's not Jewish. It might be a cute book and make, make, make good reading. Why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu come down with the book for I Believe in God? To prove the, the existence of God. And I want you to know, my money, this only in I Nevuchim, when he said, because in his time, people were so drowning in philosophy that he had to answer them. But basically, hello, Stephen, until i tell you something. I imagine I walk up to a girl and say, I love you very much. And she'll say to me, Can you prove it? I'll never talk to you again, right? <laughs> oh. You mean to say it's like an apple or an orange, I should prove you this an apple, this is an orange? It's beyond, right? It is completely beyond, right? You see it's not I cannot prove to you, figure it out logically like one and one is two, four and four is six, whatever it is. And uh You know? And uh, I can prove to you there's one God. I can't. And I don't want it. Because my connection to God is beyond, beyond everything. It is only that God is shining into me. God is shining into me something which is beyond, right? What did we bring down to the world? What's Mount Sinai all about? Basically, the toils of Mount Sinai are simple don't kill, don't steal. And I will ask you, I mean, for that I have to go to Mount Sinai. Really, I was expecting God to give me a little bit of a deeper thing on that, right? But you know what it is, and I want you, Mamish, really to open your hearts. You know what Ishbuta says? You know, when God says, don't kill, sounds like a Sunday school teacher says, don't you ever dare killing. Would that I have to go to Mount Sinai and be in Egypt for 210 years, slave away with pain, and, and so God should tell me, finally, don't kill? And let me ask you, he could have told us this in Egypt. But you know what it is? This is my the deepest story, and it's, it's a must to remember. You see, when God told us, don't kill, it's not that God says, don't do the act of killing. When God's sisters don't kill, you know what the open gates were? Suddenly he was shining into us. How precious life is. Ah, oh, it's so precious. God is so precious. You see what it is? You remember what the Gemara says that everybody heard the word don't kill on their level? A the simple person just heard don't kill. If you are more of a person And you know, don't kill also means don't ignore. And you know, don't ignore, you know, like, or don't put to shame, you know, like, preciousness of a person, right? You know what the world is missing? You see what it is? Why is there no peace in the world? Really, they're sitting there crutching around for ten years, right? Because they they don't know what it is. They have no idea. They think uh, peace means I'm not taking out enough and kill you. That won't bring peace. <coughs> so, okay, I'll, I'll restrain myself. I won't kill you. But the world needs to learn how precious people are. How precious people are. See, the world said enough. It was never so bad. The world has completely lost this, this, this depth. You know, if someone can run around and, 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 and want to kill kids in the school, what's, what's his problem? I mean, he's, he's not human. Why is he not human? Because he does not know what a human being is. Completely off, right? And the saddest thing in the world is they don't know what God is, right? Because if your God tells you to kill, what kind of a God is that, right? Okay, on all those millions of levels. So the thing is, let's say, he says the deepest step and God says, keep Shabbos. It was not like the Sunday school teacher says, listen, Shabbos begins at 520, and uh, stop making phone calls for 520. Mm. When God says to us, keep Shabbos, God was shining into us the holiness of Shabbos. Ah, God, the Shabbos only. God when he says something so beautiful, what did God shine into us when he says, don't steal? And I wish we would have time, you know, the whole Bisiakon is here as a We have no idea how precious it is when something belongs to me or belongs to you. That is so deep I'll tell you as an example. I don't even know how to make it more down to earth. i tell you. I remember one time when my children were small. They're still small. Um, I'm small also, you know, we all are small. Remember my Torah, that basically we're never more than one day old. That's it. Remember my Torah, why would I know him? When you get engaged, Khusn color don't do anything, it's just someone has to stand behind them. Because what is the closest you can get to a person? When you really love somebody. When you really love somebody, then it's clear to you, they are still one day old. They're still what? One day old. So, you're one day old, you're not old enough yet to know him, to decide whom you should marry, right? So, people have to stand behind them, right? Like, they are making the up, right? Because Chos and Kala are so close, (laughs) the beginning is, are you close enough to this person to tell them, you know, I have to tell you something, I'm only one day old. It's the deepest, you know. Where was I now? Anyway, so I'm, I, I had to be... Usually I'm, I'm going maybe for ten days, two weeks. At that time I had to go on a trip. It was maybe three weeks. I really missed my children. And um, suddenly I found a little toy of Dari in my suitcase. Just put it in. Shabbos. you know how precious it was? Just a cute little toy. Why? Because it belongs to die, right? Suddenly I had this deep, deep inside. Ah, it belongs to die It's so special, right? This is so deep, right? You know, people steal because they don't have this deep, deep, deep feeling. Hey, how precious it is. This belongs to somebody else you know, this gewalt, this deep, this deep respect. The deepest respect. Remember the Gemohr, the Gemohr in Bob Metzir, unbelievable Gemohr. The gemor says, Rav walked into the Kretschmull, and there he saw a person washing his hands and drying his hands on somebody else's coat. So Rav walked up to him like this, and called, by the way, the police. He says, "This person is a thief because obviously he doesn't respect somebody else's possessions. I'm sure he's stealing. I want you to investigate." They so found out he's a thief stealing all over. Right? Mm-hmm. You know how deep this is. Mm-hmm. Because Raph knew if you don't respect some, if you think you can wipe your hands on somebody else's coat, means you're completely unaware this doesn't belong to you, right? Or you don't care when it belongs to somebody else. so you hear what it is you see my way of not of not killing not stealing it's not just i don't kill i don't steal it's from a higher place but this is still i can fathom it my getting out of egypt that means i'm completely you know really out of this world i'm completely out of even not only bad things in this world, even from the highest revelation. You see, what God wants us not to be good or holy the way you can reach as a human being in this world. For that, you don't have to get out of Egypt. When God took us out of Egypt, what was shining into us, Manish Manishtana. What was shining into us is the deepest depth. And I still cannot fathom it, right? And it's not meant to be fathomed, logically. Because God doesn't want you to bring it down and profane it. And you see when you know how good it I don't answer, I don't know. But go out the way I don't know. So deep, right? Go out. You see, the moment I write a book on God, I'm the complete profanation of God, right? I think I shared with you once I was invited by this great rabbi, Rabbala, and for a half hour he was telling us how special his wife is. So I said to the person next to me, I could swear they're getting divorced in a few weeks. Because if you can talk for a half hour about your wife, that means the beyond you is already not there anymore. Right? If you really love somebody very much, it's this manishtana, right? It's beyond connection, right? You know, the wedding begins, that yet you cover the face of the bride learning it last night a little bit. Just start from beyond, right? Why why is God calling out forty days before you're born? Because the relationship is always beyond. <laughs> so, so this is Ishbit now for two minutes i want to learn Rab Nachman. Just it's just good to know what Rab Nachman says. If you don't mind, no you don't mind. But well, checking out this Nachman I want you to know something else without saying anything bad for me if someone se- talks about Rab Nachman as Nachman he's off what do you mean Nachman you know what Rab means I don't know I'm sure you do know but maybe not you know what Rebbe means Rebbe comes from a combination of two words the term from Trisca Rebbe, remember Rebbe is Rav Yud, a person to whom God's name is shining very strong. Means God's light is shining into this person. Rav Yud, right? Rav. It means God's light. Yud Wofke is Rav. Very strong,
0: right?
1: I'm sorry, what? No, no, Yud. You know, the letter Yud is always... Rav means a lot means a lot of God is shining into him uh, you know Rav in Hebrew means a lot right like Habe. Uh. Habe, yeah. but you know what I mean to say if you call Rab Nachman Nachman that means you are not aware of the beyond of Rab Nachman right? I think Rab Nachman gives a lecture on, on the topic of God You know, <laughs> what are you talking about right But you know, you don't talk ac- academic about. Uh... No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know. I understand. I'm not. i mean, I've nothing against those people. This, like the Barchentov says, if you make panose from it, mm. you know, like
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> this is a good story to remember. Really, it's a must. <laughs> Listen to me. You know, the Halig of did not. You know, everybody wants to know. Was the Barchentov a cabalist? What was the difference about Shem and the Kabbalists before him? That there was Shemtif, the Kabbalists before where you know someone asked me are you permitted to study Kabbalah? You know which is the biggest joke in the world. What are you going to learn? A little paperback book on Kabbalah? You can learn it day and night. This is not the Kabbalah we're talking about right? It's a joke right? <laughs> in an intensive Kabbalah weekend, you know it's a, <laughs> it's a joke right? It's not even a joke. It's less than a joke right? The great the Kabbalists, the Mamish knew the combination of God's names, and they really had power to do something, right? So there was this great Kabbalist. Whenever any sickness in the world, he would give them a Khmer, you know, and who would write down this combination of God's names and cure them. And it really—it was, was for real. But you know, the Holy Vashemtes—the Vashemtes—the chiddush of the Vashemtes was, I don't want to trick God like forcing God, this combination of God. I'm doubting. See, all the Vigrabes, when they perform miracles, it's not, they force God to do it. They're asking God. Right? You know what the Vatshem brought into the world of Tfilav right? I'm begging, right? So the Vatshem have heard that there's this great Kabbalist, and when the people are sick, whatever the sickness is, he gives them a kemeh and they get cured. So the Vashemtus got very angry. And the moment the Vashemtus got angry, those kemehs didn't work anymore. And then someone comes to him and says, you know, this Kabbalist never has his panosa. You know, that's how he makes a livelihood. When people are sick, they come to him, he gives them a kemeh and he cures them. So the Vashemtus says, Rabbi the master of the world, someone has panosa. you know, let it help." you know <laughs> so same thing someone calls and he makes from it it's okay with me <coughs> you know what is really the difference I meet a girl I like her very much or I meet my soulmate what's the difference right when I meet my soulmate something beyond right Deeper than all this, right? This whatever I say, it's not that, it, right? And again, I want you to know, what's a all about? <coughs> they have to wipe out a under the sky, right? That means a molek is standing between us and the sky. See, a wants to take away this beyondness. You know, when they do something cool, listen to me, when I have to go now and turn on the light or go in the kitchen and eat a bagel, it's not beyond. I'm doing it, I'm doing it, right? When they do something which is beyond, they get all excited, right? What's bugging us about you go to an Orthodox synagogue and Friday night and nothing, right? It's a cute Shabbos, but it's not a beyond Shabbos. Because if it's a beyond Shabbos, you get wild, right? out, <coughs> right. So anyway I want you to know something. The more the more you're aware of this beyond it's is a the Miss right? I have no idea about this, right? But Givaldo I you know what it is, right? It's the deepest, deepest God knowledge. The beyondness. And you see, I don't want to get involved now in the deepest depths. On Purim, it's 30 days before Pesach, and it's like the gate opening. The gate opening is that on Purim Adla I don't know what it is, but I know it's there, right? I know it is, right? And on Pesach, when I drink, I don't get drunk like on Purim, because it's already, I brought it down a little bit already. I don't have to be completely drunk to fathom it. You see, the drunkenness of Purim is not to be out of it, but to be into it, right? But I cannot be into it when I'm, uh, under God forbid, under the four walls of logic. So I'm getting drunk like a dog. Go on, right? On Pesach, it's already like a little bit down to earth, right? I'm drinking only four cups, but they ask Manishtana. And I understand it better, right? You see, because what you see is Mitzchahim. You see, because if it's completely beyond, 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 then you're stuck in Persia. You're still there. You don't move. But if you're with a little bit, walk out of feature that? Right? You see, I tell you something. Let's say a person comes to the Holy Wall from New Zealand and it's, he's so, it's beyond. But then he goes home to New Zealand and he still doesn't keep Yom Kippur. Because the whole thing is beyond him, right? It has to be a little bit up, it's still beyond. You know, it's such a such a delicate borderline. It's still beyond. You know, Let's say, for instance, you go to Amshnov. What do you feel? Right? It's completely beyond, but still, it's a human being, right? You know, Rabbin Nachman says, God you, who do you think was Avram Avinu? You think there's a, uh, one, of Sikha Saran. It, you think Avram Avinu didn't wake up in the morning and wash his hands, w- w- wash his face? Our Holy Mother saw, like every other woman, woke up in the morning, washed herself, put on her dress. And she went to the kitchen, right? Or whatever she had to do. She was a human being in like you and I, right? Moshe Rabbeinu, Ishi a human being, you know? See, if I think they're completely beyond, then what good is it, right? I'm not beyond. So here's the Torah of Nachman. It's the Torah in Tshuva in I just want to say there's story here about the, this is from the Shemish Mosque, about the, that he bought a special big cup. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking okay. about it while I t- said it, yeah. Yeah, tell tell the it. it. Now you tell it. It just brings us to that uh, that uh, especially a very big cup for um, for the cost of, for the Four Kosot of, of, of Peta, because he said there's a certain kind of, of uh, surrendering of your knowledge that you need to do through the Four Kosot. And since he had such a, such great knowledge, he needed an especially big cup to mm-hmm. drink a, a lot of wine to come to that place. Yeah. To get beyond himself, yeah. this is also imagine, you know, maybe we are ashamed to talk to each other, right, in a certain deep way, but we have so many questions about God, right you we be torn apart sometimes we have millions of questions about Yiddishkeit you remember the Helige Stashira says why is it so hard to be a Jew he says because it's full of contradictions, everything is a contradiction, right on one hand I say God is everywhere and then I ask where are you when I need him he's not around right I ask God I say God is so good so why is there so much evil in the world mamish I say mamish I say, God is feeding the whole world <laughs> when it comes to benching I swing like a dog I, say, I'm sorry, I'm cool a I walk on the street and I see 100 people dying from hunger so he said you need very strong kishkis to be a yid you need strong kishkes. But then he says, the truth is, there are these questions. And before you, you go out of Egypt, before you become a yid, there has to be a great light shining which takes you out from all the questions. So he says, say tonight, when we ask manish Stantan, you know what we're doing? We battle all the questions. That means God gives us strength that all the all those kashas shouldn't bother. Imagine I love this girl very much. And then I and see she really is a little bit contradicting herself, right? So there's two ways of handling it. You know, if I'm if I wanna offer her a job, I won't give her. Most, most of the girls who we eventually marry, we wouldn't give them a job as a secretary. Because I would say she doesn't have her act together, right? So why do I marry her? Because I love her so much. It doesn't matter, right? Because this is deeper than all this. You see, until, until say night, I have all those questions. Say night, I ask questions, so what? So I don't know, so, so with our and asking Manishtana, because all those questions are, st- are still within the four walls of logic and of nature. When we go out of Egypt, the Amamis is the same Torah like Ishmael. I'm completely beyond. When I'm beyond all those questions. Don't reach me. You know, I had a Givant Rabbi, I shared it with you, Habshloy You know, have you ever seen all the so called great scholars and you ask them a question? Before you finish the sentence they have already an answer. Never say feel responsible, you have to answer every question. So when you ask them something, he didn't even answer. And people would say, Rabbi, don't don't you answer? He says, where does it say in the term you have to answer every question? <laughs> Do I have to? Remember I told you a lot of times the question is so good. Why should I destroy a good question with a stupid answer? Because right? <laughs> most of the time the question is always better than the answer. Okay. Okay. <coughs> <coughs> Okay, now one more thing. What is really called a miracle? This is good to remember. What is called a miracle? Okay. A miracle is that God is shining into the world something from beyond. You know, when God split the Red Sea, it was not that moment God split the Red Sea. When God split the Red Sea, what was shining into me is that God is really the master of the world. You remember when they split the Red Sea, they get split the Red Sea, it says, they walked on dry land, in the ocean. So Rabbi Melech says, they should say they walked in the ocean like on dry land. Not they walked on dry land like on the ocean. It's a right? So he says, after they walked through the ocean, they realized, when they walk on dry land, it's also like walking through the ocean. It's all a miracle, right? Is it really a difference to God if I walk on dry land or if I walk on water? No difference. So Nachman says, when do you sing? You sing only when something beyond is happening to you. Listen, why don't I sing when I'm going to go to a store and buy a pound of apples? Because there's nothing beyond, right? Have you ever seen that you go to a wedding and people have to pay you in order to sing? Or people have to pay you double in order to dance? Because it's nothing. They have one thing in common, they hate each other, you know? He marries her for her pennies, love on first penny, right? I, I, I I, I was once at a wedding, stupidly. I couldn't believe it. He came there with his old girlfriend and she came with her old boyfriend. I mean, it was so disgusting, you know. I mean, it was so stupid. And the rabbi had to tap on the shoulder five times. He should, he should listen to the brochure and put the ring on. And he was in the middle of talking. He said, wait a minute. And he all. Oh, the rabbi, yeah. <laughs> After that, I found out the whole thing was a fake because he needed a green card for the you know, Israeli. And I didn't know this arrangement, you know. <coughs> <coughs> oh, stupid. <coughs> there was nothing there, right? And sometimes you come to weddings, It's not much beyond, right? So, Ram says, and you know this is so beautiful, why didn't we really sing when we came out of Egypt? Why did we wait till we cross the Red Sea? Because when we were in Egypt, we were so not beyond, right? So Satan and I were a little bit beyond, but not beyond enough yet to start singing. We're still weighing on us a little bit. When we crossed the Red Sea, you know, you know what that means? The Egyptians died. That means, were no, no more Egypt. Egypt stopped to exist. That means the mom is out of it, right? Out of it. But we, after we cross the Red Sea now, say night when we drink wine, call a marvelous supper. Can't stop. And you see how beautiful it is? Just to stay beyond, you know, what was wrong with all the holy hippies? They look at the world, and they saw there is nothing beyond in the world, right? They look at their parents, their parents are ma- married for 30 years. There's not one ounce of beyondness. <coughs> Remember, there was a big panel in, in the 60s, and your humble brother was there also. Not that he was invited, but he was there he said something. They said, It's terrible, you know, the way the malls are today, you know, people don't get married, just hang around, lose. When I asked me, I said something, I said, I have to tell you the sad truth. I think those kids are out. They are paving the way for a new kind of relationship. Because they realize that just husband and wife for 30 years living in the same house, there's nothing between them. There's nothing between them. And they don't want that. And they say if marriage means to be like no father, and mother, I don't want. To. So what we have to do, we have to show them that this is not what marriage is, right? I said to the rabbis, if you want them if you want them to have higher morals, okay, let's get on the horses and do something, right? So you see what it is. Say the night is is the border between beyond and this world. Because it says Kolamaba the Supper. I'm have to talk about it. And if it's completely beyond, I can't say anything, right? Satan the apuram night, I'm not sitting there and telling all my just to a because I'm beyond, right? Adliyat. Say the night is already like it's beyond. <coughs> you see what it is? It's the most unbelievable thing is what God, what's the real need? He's 100% beyond, and 100% in this world. 100% in both worlds, right? You know why it's by all the religions, if you want to be a holy man, you can't be married, you can't have business? Because it's or you are beyond, or you are in this world, right? But you have to be beyond, in this. I was talking about the hippies. You know, they wanted so much, something beyond what they didn't know how to bring it down to the world. Because only the Torah is something special. The heading of this Torah brings it down to this world. Okay, now we're going to the four children. Anybody want to say something right now? Yeah, but talking my question? Yeah. She's, she's answering questions with questions. This is like... Uh, a sign of
0: the beyondness. Yeah, that's and it. if
1: give an answer. Yeah. To answer it with me. What do I know? Yeah, Mamish, that's only 100% right. Here, what the says you see, the answer in the Seder night is not really cutting off the beyondness. Because a lot of times that's what you meant, right? Or oh, you meant in different, different way. Yeah. No, no. Oh, tell me no, what you meant. Just, just why, why did you. To typically answer questions with questions? How oh, you just in general? In general say yes. it's in mind,
0: so ah, that's a good
1: title. Huh? That's a very so good title. What, what were you saying? You no, no, I was saying that, a little bit like you, that the deepest secret of life is to answer it and not cutting off the beyondness. Right? Don't take it out of the beyondness. Because <laughs> someone asked me a question of beyond, and I answer them down to earth, cutting them short, right?
0: And I think of it, it's like a question stems from part, of the, a part inside of yourself. It's a very deep part, a searching part. Yeah. A, a questing part.
1: And yeah. When you ask a
0: question. But when you answer, it's coming from your head. And you're not connecting to your heart when you answer a question. Even if you try. Oh, that's you pretty good.
1: With your heart. With your heart. It's a good title. You don't want answers to questions that are coming from such sort of deep lips. Yeah. I was just thinking of the four sons also, but they say... Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to it now. You're 100 life years ahead. You know, before we even start this, why is on Pesach we need new vessels? I cannot use homestickle vessels, right? Because the light which is shining on Pesach, I have no vessels. I have no vessels. That means the way I am now is no way for me. And there's the Torah from the Hedding of It's really beautiful. The Hedding of says that the king says, I'm giving out gifts to everyone. And here comes the poor man. He doesn't even have hands to take the gifts. Right? So, uh, so, the king has most rachmonas on this person. He says, not only I'll give him gifts, I'll give him hands also. So he said tonight, you're coming before God with revelation I don't even have hands. I don't even have vessels for you. So Mahomet revelation gives us new vessels, hopefully. Okay, let me ask you something. Why does it take so long from getting out of Egypt till Mashiach's coming? And, and I'm sure it's clear to you the whole time, you know, this is one long, one, one long process. The process of redemption begins, say, tonight, and Ishbeter says, basically, in that redemption, Meshir was already in there. The the ultimate redemption was already in there, but it didn't come down <coughs> to the world yet. It was still a little bit beyond. What was missing? <coughs> you know what was missing. Why did we have? Why were we supposed to stay in Egypt 400 years? And everybody knows all the problems we go through through machines coming is because we did not stay in Egypt for 400 years. That means the real 100 percent purification didn't happen yet. You know what that means. And just let me tell you first before we learn inside. <coughs> this is the deepest depth. Our inside was purified, our inside was purified, but the vessels weren't purified yet, the outside of us. You know, it's, it is so deep, you know. Sometimes you meet a very religious Jew, right, an embassy like the Amishnova, all the rabbis. The inside is completely purified, on the outset, their vessels are also purified. Then you can meet a person, maybe their vessels are purified, but you can smell their insides are purified yet. And then you meet, let's say, a non-religious person, and their vessels are not so purified, right? Well, they're inside, you know. Inside. come out, right? Today, you know, Sometimes, I have the privilege, I'm sure you do in different ways, travel all over the world. I meet people all over the world. You know, they're inside. I was purified. I was purified inside. Okay, why did God take us out from Egypt? Whatever it is. That means God, if you remember... What means God was jumping? He jumped over the vessels. God jumped over the outside of us. Means God looked into the inside and disregarded the outside. Where are we learning? Where is this with the four kitties? for there are all by him. Yeah. That's the Bogham. Uh uh. So let me just tell you this terrible color marvelous What happened? Let me just No, no, it's okay. Let me first finish the came, I'll tell you. Go out never had so much tea in my lap <laughs> you know I, I once met this homeopath I'm sure you know it anyway but he taught it to me what's the difference between a medical doctor and a homeopath a medical doctor works from outside to inside a homeopath works from inside to outside that's what he taught me I'm sure it's true You see, Pesach (coughs) is already outside stuff. God tells me exactly what to do, what to eat, when to wash Negevasa, when to keep Shabbos. Pesach is before Maten The All of Pesach is inside stuff. Mahamish inside. And you know what it is? On the outside, when I ask Ma, there is no answer. Because it's so much of an inside question that I cannot come with an outside answer. And I have no words on the inside, right? I just know the question, right? But you know what we're learning on Saturday night? You look at the outside of your four children. Oh, what do you know about the inside? inside right. and you know how beautiful this is there's the torah of the outside and then there's this torah of the inside the torah of the outside is given on shrewd the torah of the inside 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 Again, also, I want you to know something very special. You know, the exodus of Egypt is divided in two parts. (coughs) The night part and the morning part. In the morning, all of Israel went out. At night, actually, it was just me and my family. Saturday night, I'm sitting with my family, right? I'm still in Egypt, and Pharaoh didn't tell me yet to leave, but I'm already going out. I'm, I'm, I'm not in Egypt anymore. <coughs> What's the beginning of redemption? The inside redemption has nothing to do with Egypt, right? That's my problem. If my inside, if my inside is a slave to Pharaoh, it's not Pharaoh's fault, it's my own stupidity, right? I think he's my, he's my master. And also, you know, say the night. I want you to something. If I want to tell something very deep to somebody, I cannot tell it during the day. Why, why, why is the beginning of Yitzhiya Smitzrayim that we have to count after the moon? Remember the Torah, it's very important to know. That the sun is the outside light of the world and the moon is the inside. Inside. Why are we Mikadish to the wonder when it's just one point? You know when you when you can say long torus on something, it's not that deep. Remember, I, maybe I, maybe I remember. I think I told you the alte rebbe the you would say torus takes exactly five minutes, six minutes. His son the middle rebbe would talk torus for ten hours sometimes. So the young Chesidim thought, ah, you know, he's much bigger than his father. Because his father says Torah for five, six minutes. And the middle rabbi says Torah for ten hours. Then the old Chesidim says, you don't understand. The outer rabbi is so close that it's a miracle he can talk about it for six minutes. Middle rabbi can talk for ten hours. So say the night, be counting after the moon because it's all inside stuff. It's inside, inside. Okay, I'm learning now from page 27. <coughs> well, they can't even speak in sentences. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yes. can't be, just the word. Ah, brother. Do hmm. you have to direct me? Are we going in the right path or in the wrong path? Since when do I tell? Since, since when does direction come from me on the right path and the wrong? Right because you're you uh, keeping me a little bit in shape, rather. Your department.
0: What? An with yeah. I, I said well, we had said yesterday to go with the the four cups and the four sons, and so uh, so I think we can go with this on Twenty. Yeah.
1: Okay. So. Good. I have no choice. No choice. Tr- yeah. on a second. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know what I think? I would like to learn first the Torah on page twenty-nine, if you don't mind. I changed my mind. Please forgive me. I'm learning from 28 here. Yeah. I didn't. I, I skipped this page.